0: Christianese hot topic. That's it, Dan Sajov, Jared super spreader Burkeholder, right here on uh, Christianese. How are you, Jared? What's up, man? That is so true. I like to lick doorknobs and then mouth kiss every person that I meet. The story of your autobiography. Yep. We have been COVID tested, in
1: case you're wondering. Cavity searched. I got an MRI, and Jared got two biopsies just to make sure we
0: don't have anything wrong with They're us. They're all painful. Now, yep. Jokes aside, you're getting tested all the time in your industry, right? <laughs> yeah. Can you, yeah. for those of our listeners, and I'm one of them, because uh, I both listen and participate. <laughs> who've never had the uh, the test? Just give me give me four seconds on what that's like.
1: Well, okay, so I've had both a nasal, and I've also had recently the rectal, the spit test. Yeah, the rectal. Right. The rectal is a treat. Um, depending on who administers Wait, the spit
0: it. test is like you just spit into a cup kind of thing. So I,
1: on Friday, Jill and I are shooting this thing and we had to do the spit test. I'd never done it. So I download the app on my phone and this lady comes to the Wait, door hold on an yeah. app on your phone. Yeah. So you have to do it all through an app. So the results come to this app on your phone. Okay. I've got so many third party apps now because of work. So whether it's a zoom related <laughs> thing, so nobody wants to use zoom. So this casting person wants to use their own proprietary Zoom equivalent. It's Zoom. That for all They're like invested of in making money on every I time you guess, use. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> and then, so everybody tests differently. So I had been at Sony the first half of the week. So they did the nasal test, which is, have you had the nasal test? No, I've not done any of them. Okay, so it's not as bad as everybody makes you. Everybody's like, <laughs> oh, it goes to your brain. It's 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 uh, it's not pleasant, but it's not the worst thing. And I will tell you at home, the key to you it. You enjoyed is, it, didn't you? Sicko? In a way, in a way. You it, liked it. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the key is breathing through your mouth, as they do it. So if you're if you're trying to breathe through your nose and they're doing it, it'll oh, drive you crazy. So breathe through your mouth, and they just they go around your nose each each time.
0: Oh, they hit both nostrils. Yeah, they hit both nostrils. I thought it was a uninostril situation. Yeah, no, they did both
1: nostrils, and then um, the spit test. I think I prefer the nasal thing because the spit test is so friggin' gross. So you can't have any food or drink. Uh, you can have water, but that's it. Uh, nothing else. Half hour before, they give you this cup, oh. and you got to spit into the bottom. And dude, I was like, I want, but no, you got to fill it to a line, so it's about Nuh-uh. that you much. Had to fill it with
0: it's spit. It's about a
1: quarter inch of oh. spit, and you would be surprised at how much a quarter inch of spit is. <laughs> and so, I actually would be. I, I've never <laughs> measured that. So Jill's out in the living room area, and I go into the bathroom, and so I'm like. oh, she's like can you close the door please <laughs> you're grossing me out so i close the door and turn on the water because i literally it took me like 7 to
0: 10 minutes to and get you, enough can spit. you drink water to like generate you
1: can but like they kind of tell you they prefer you didn't and I'm just like, okay, I don't want a false pot because all I need is to get fired from a job because I'm because right. I have because your fluoride
0: levels are too high.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it was just the it's the grossest thing, <laughs> and I would rather just do the
0: nasal because I okay, that's I
1: spit into that cup for seven minutes and it was just like,
0: <sighs> it was like my cardio. Man. My neighbor works in the industry as well. He's a teamster, and they're yeah. doing like a swab thing. You're not like a cheek swab. Haven't had that. Gosh. I don't. I'm sure at some point if I live long enough, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get that. You're going to have some like horrible nose disease at the end of this.
1: Oh, well, in the other thing now, so I just, my mask is slightly moist and it's not because I spit on it. I washed it because now mm-hmm. I read an article yesterday. Lots of people are getting bacterial pneumonia because their masks are dirty.
0: Oh, that's absolutely true. This has been, look so, at how much lint is on this. Right. No, that's all
1: of mine are either in my pocket. Yeah. Or, I or wash in, them like once a month. I, I I don't think I've ever washed this one. Yeah. And so it's just like, so now I'm paranoid about that. Just fecal matter. You're just like
0: <laughs> recycling fecal matter. Ah, hey,
1: everybody, welcome to my new band, Recycling Fecal Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody.
0: We're Christianese. Good night. Tip your waiters. Um, so, uh, what are we talking about today, Jared? Dan. We've avoided it long enough it's time to it's time to pull my sexuality out, is that what you're trying to pull out a okay. Shovel in a space
1: hey, everybody drive safely hey. for those of you who are Christians listening to this I'm kidding I jest okay but, but for the
0: <laughs> yeah but for those of you secular
1: folks you know what I'm talking about <laughs> I'm wearing pumps and a dress uh, now we've just been canceled Jerry he's beautiful he's beautiful
0: <laughs> uh, I think we should talk about the election oh. it's in a, it's in a few weeks but Okay. Now, hold on i know everybody's reaching they're scrambling to turn their phone off right now but we're not actually going to talk about the election what i want to talk about is yeah. thank you uh, i want to talk about from a christian standpoint how we how we maintain our identity in christ and just i think there's been so immersive this election mm-hmm. cycle i mean it is it is all the time but so immersive in thinking about you know if if this doesn't happen then our lives are going to go to mm-hmm. to pot mm-hmm. and we, like we were just talking about i think it's good to step back and go and just kind of recognize Things aren't going to change that much, you know. I mean, de- depending on who you talk to, on November fourth, let's be honest, probably November twenty third, because they got to count all the uh, the ballots. Hanging chads, hey, dude. We're headed towards that, aren't we? There's going to be some twenty twenty hanging. Chad. Well, here's what doesn't help: is that everybody
1: sets the expectations. So I don't know. You know, the strategy is okay. So we're going to say that we're going to say that it's going to be. Extra days and like who nobody knows, but everybody's kind of trying to project it for their side or whatever. And it's just like, can we just let's not overanalyze it? But I, again, it's it's just it's a it's a
0: sport now. I have a new postman, his name's Vladimir. I don't know, it just seems like a weird coincidence, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, no, but I'll to say, I, I think it's good to step back and, and just to acknowledge yeah. whoever wins, regardless of your ideology, our yeah. life doesn't change that much, and I think we. Yeah. We just punt on the hope that we have as Christians when we get caught up in the doomsdayism yeah. associated with the election. Yeah. So, Dan, why don't you give us some of your thoughts on that? Um,
1: God, you know, I think that's I think that's right, man. It's just look, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this show, but we you can agree to disagree on certain things. You can want smaller government i want bigger government i want less taxes i want more taxes for better things i want better defense i want to be intervened in every country in the world i don't want to be like whatever it is we also have to realize that at the end of the day we're all americans whoever wins this like look do i have a preference yeah i really have a preference but to your point we were talking about this earlier I was not a huge fan of Barack Obama. I don't dislike the man personally. I didn't like a lot of his, a, a lot of his political leanings, if you will. But it didn't change my life. Really. Problem
0: with Michelle's arms was that part of your view? her
1: triceps are big. I'm not going to lie. They to you. Are. you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, and she could bench press me. I'm sure. That's, and that's how we okay. defeated
0: Syria. Was those triceps <laughs>
1: exactly? She she put him in a yep. sleeper hold. Yep. Uh, yeah, but my life, when I think about it, uh, it did not it didn't change radically um, from that time to now because I think some, there certain things are just baked in already. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, And the system, I think, it, if nothing else, we've seen how big and bureaucratic and thick the system is. I don't think the ch- system changes. Even in four years, in eight years, I think, now something that will could come, could change the complexion of things. Certainly they talk about justices and stuff. Well, over time, sure. in the long yeah. game, that could change certain things. But the day-to-day, you're right. I don't know if in four or eight years you're going to see this, this,
0: these massive changes. No, I think we talked about the last couple of episodes talking, uh, unplugging from, from social media and the news. And if you yeah. were to do that, if you were just to live life yeah. kind of with the people around you, I don't know that you would feel a lot of practical difference on a daily scale yeah. from obama to trump right yeah. now certainly yeah. big picture ideologically there's some stuff that's going on sure. you know insurance has changed and taxes sure. and, and there's some sure. of those things but i don't want to denigrate that but yeah. you know living in california like we do there's a lot of people that talk about you know i have friends who ask me like what's it like to live out there in the land of fruits and nuts and like yeah i mean there's yeah i i have my own political beliefs um but you do i do mm. I have my own <laughs> Convictions, um, <laughs> but you know, like yeah. I don't wake up every day feeling oppressed here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so if I, if I unplug from the news cycle, I'm yeah. actually able to live a normal, like I live right. pretty similarly to how I lived in North Carolina from right. a day to day kind of thing. Right. Now, granted living in California, we just tend per capita to have better haircuts than a lot of people in the rest of the country have. That's just, <laughs> that's just a fact. It just we're, is. We're quaffed better. Is that what yeah, you yeah? right? It's yeah. just a fact. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And so, I, I mean, I want to talk in a second about the identity in Christ peace that anchors us, because we just can't talk about that enough, even yeah. just for you and I's heart <laughs> as we head into the mm-hmm. next few weeks. Yeah. But I think even to, to step back from the news cycle and from our, our Facebook feed and just acknowledge things don't change that much. And so the doomsday that we feel, either the doomsday on the one hand, depending on who wins, or the ebullience we might feel after an election oh, victory, yeah. Are both contrived, right? Yeah, and, and so we don't have to capitulate to that. Even if the world around us is kind of giving into these emotional swings, right. the, this bipolar kind of approach yes. to, to, to stuff, yes. we don't have to give into that.
1: No, it's it's like, and it's become, I think, because of the lockdowns and stuff too this is the perfect storm of like, you know, we've missed a lot of big, even though the NBA championships went off, nobody saw them because everybody's schedules are so screwed up. It's right. also fighting the MLB. So like their their viewership for the championship was down like 65%. And I, I think a big it. part of that is because everybody's living in this strange world where up is down. And like, I I, I couldn't tell you what time of year it is. I, I My I know, brain right? is just so screwed up. So I think we also have this added pressure that, this is almost like the Super Bowl now, this election, mm. the debates. Like I've never seen people wanna cancel events and right. things for, because they wanna go watch it. My barber today was talking about a guy who you would not expect to be interested in politics. Like he always has games on and stuff I'm watching basketball, football. He's like, oh, you're gonna watch the debates? I was like, whoa, I right. mean, I have never seen. So again, now it's become this, this sport. So mm-hmm. like if your team doesn't win, and again, I'm not I'm not uh, poo-pooing anybody's political ideology. Sure, those things could you can you can have that and be a good person or whatever. But it's just we also have to say this this talk of like this is the most important election of our lifetime. <laughs> you know, if I hear anybody else say that on, any, on either side. Look, yeah, elections have consequences, but I think to your point, we also have to be careful how we let ourselves go down this path of this thinking. This is, I'm either going to be the happiest person person in the world and my life is going to be perfect, or right. I'm going to have right. to kill myself. Right. There's got to be something in between that. Yeah. Right. You know. And also for for whoever side wins, don't be don't go around being like, hey, you know, and like, oh, dude, we get you. Yeah, you know. Right. I, I, <laughs> I think on on all sides we have to be. Even handed and say, okay, well, yeah, now this is done. Now, how do we come together and how do we, um, especially as Christians? Yeah. Because I, I can get as caught up in that stuff. And especially because of COVID, it's just like the stakes are high on everything now.
0: Yeah. And I, I do not in any way say this in a pejorative way. Um, just
1: what know, does thinking? that mean? Could you unpack that? Yeah. Uh, y- y-
0: y'all bad, bad, okay, dumb, dumb kind of way. So, anyway. Um, but thinking, you know, if I didn't have. Um, the identity and purpose and rest that I have in Christ. then I, I think yeah. I would feel uh, more angsty about this. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. the Christian, I think it's not only stepping back and just practically going,, actually, you know that things don't change that much. I think it's also admitting, man, like it's easy for me to get swept up into thinking that there's this gives me meaning and purpose and i'm advocating for something and i'm yeah. part of something and i'm yeah, fighting yeah. for something and as christians we can just raise our hand and go like well well that's always true right yeah so whether i'm a yeah. christian in the united states or in nigeria yeah. or in norway we actually yeah. have this cohesive rest and purpose we've talked yeah. about this so many times i'll probably add nauseum but it just matters right now, I think, to step back and go, I don't have to look for a purpose or a community or a coherence or something yeah. to bring meaning to my existence because I've already been given that. And I've been giving it internally in yeah. a way that actually unites and helps rather than divides right. and foments.
1: Yeah, we've got to remember that and we've got to hold on to that because uh, even if it goes our way, uh, we whatever side you're on, it's going to be short-lived that that yeah. that pleasure of oh okay my team won now what yeah you know and you're still faced with people dying uh, every day people losing jobs people getting divorces i mean just everything we have to know that we this is not our home and we have to remind our remind ourselves of that because otherwise
0: we are just we're just like the world and, and we were, lose the end game yeah it's right? so like let's so let's say your party wins in this yeah what's next right because it's not right. like if your party wins then it's like well then jesus comes back <laughs> and we all walk into the <laughs> kingdom like that that just doesn't happen right no and so i think we lose sight no. of the fact that like man i I have something better to cling to, and it is easy to get swept. When everybody around us is oh, getting swept yeah. up in it, it's really hard as Christians to to kind of push against the tide there. Yeah. And when there's more and more divide and division in our country, it's really hard to reach across the aisle and, yeah. and hold hands with people who have a different ideology from you.
1: Right. That
0: is being countercultural. And yeah. in the midst of coronavirus, there's been so many talks, especially in, in our neck of the woods, about you know standing for something and yeah. rising up and. And I think it's good as Christians to go, you know what I want to rise up and stand for? is something that is very counterculture, which is loving and serving people who are different than I am.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think that's right. And I think, uh, yeah, I think we just, I know for me, I I can't remind myself enough of, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, like you and I have talked about this. I don't like all, and I think people who aren't in California, it's hard to understand because we're still probably the most, restricted and locked down of anywhere in the country. And there are days where that wears on me just Mm. just simple little things like if it's going to the movies or wanting to go eat or something, but they're out of business, they don't exist anymore. Right? right, Exactly. But, but we really have to remember that there's there's bigger things. And it's eternity. I mean, for eternity, if we if we really believe and walk in what we we say we believe in, then for eternity, we're going to be in paradise. Yeah. And that's, you know, the great white throne judgment is going to make all of this stuff pale in comparison, and we got to hold on to that's a real thing.
0: And I think, I mean, the, the, the visceral reaction, if you've grown up in church you know, and have been there a long time, or if you've walked away from churches, like, well, that's, you know, stop, right? That's just not, like, we just keep talking about that. You're kind of a broken record. But I think when it matters the most um, that what we cling to is substantive is in moments when we feel like everything else is crumbling crumbling all around us, right? When we're reaching to to things that we know are are inadequate for identity and clinging to that, that actually is a testimony to the world that what we believe is not true, right? And so even though we've talked about this a lot, I think it just matters right now that Christians would say, no. This is is the one, you know what I mean? I'm going to cling to what I have, and I'm not going to let myself get sucked into just just bad expressions of that.
1: Yeah, no, we've got to hold on to that, and I don't think you can hear it enough. I think that's why, you know, uh, that's where I've been finding comfort is trying to listen to messages like that that, you know, a lot of times I think too— pastor's messages start trying, I think people start trying to reinvent and say, okay, well, what's something new I can do with this text? Or I need to do something really relevant. And it's like, you know, the most relevant thing you can do is just preach out of the word, not even as it pertains to our community and see the parallels, whatever. No, just what does God say about what he's done for us? and what the ultimate end is going to be once we're not in this plane of existence anymore. Yeah, That is the basis of it. And it doesn't need to relate to anything else other than just that. Because when I hold on to that, that's what really... I've been, scramp- I told you I was listening to, I was listening to a Robbie Zacharias book, which is an- another topic we'll have to have at some point with the revelations so many, of everything, so many going things on. Come to mind. but I-, I was really, when I finished that, I-, I literally finished it the day that all those, uh, allegations kind of, I became aware of them anyway. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it just, it totally shattered me. But then I started listening to people who were just good preachers, uh, just, old school preachers just preaching very simple from very simple texts, things that I've heard a million times, mm. but I saw them with fresh eyes, just like, Oh yeah, but this is the reality of what I believe. Yeah. And that's where I found the comfort. I think sometimes I trick mm. myself into thinking, I got to find this, this new way to think about it. Hey, is it Tim Keller? Is it, who, who is it? Who's thinking? And it's like, it's always Tim Keller. All right. Exactly. Yeah. And Tim Keller's a great guy, but it's like, it, it, it really is not about that. It's like, you know what I pulled out the other day? We have this book of Puritan prayers mm. Valley just, Vision, uh, no, it's not. What's it called? Piercing Heaven. Oh,
0: I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh, it's. So, Wait, did Piper kind of curate that?
1: I don't know. Jill bought it on amazon and i don't but it's just i found it at home and started going through it because sometimes you know my prayer life will get especially through covid and everything and like there are days where like you know you talk the bible talks about praying and just you just groan, like Mm -hmm. you 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 don't even really have any words yeah and i've i've prayed so many words sometimes and the same thing over and over i'm sick of my my own voice Mm -hmm. talking to god so i was like i just want something simple and i i've been doing these prayers and and it's just like it kind of hmm. leads into meditation stuff but it's just real basic stuff like grace and thank you for like it's just such simple thought, nothing brand it's it's nothing that some phd has come hmm. up with somewhere and be like oh i cracked a new code right. you know what i mean yeah. it's just i think it's just the basics and i think we need to we need to cling to that because we're in for probably not smooth at sailing. least
0: another 5 days
1: <laughs> but i think whoever wins yeah. i think we're going to have so much blowback because of these times we're in right yeah. now. I mean, there's a good chance that there's still going to be,
0: yeah, it's not going to go away. I think right? We,
1: we think that, well, at least, at least there'll be peace one way or the other, whoever
0: wins. It's like, I don't think so right now. No. I mean, I hope so, but I don't know. Yeah. No, that's a really good point, Dan. I think, cause I'm a big believer in the gospel speaking into the cultural milieu of the day. Like mm-hmm. I just, that matters to me. Cause I think I grew up mm-hmm. in an environment where we, we were kind of obtuse in the way that we thought and talked about the Bible mm-hmm. and, and very isolationist in, mm-hmm. in our theology. So, you know, in my experience, that that restricted the way that the gospel could speak into culture. But there are times like this where the timeless acontextuality of mm-hmm. of the gospel really anchors us, right? Because yeah. when you're getting swept up with all the things that are happening in your world, you're reaching yeah. for something outside of your circumstances for hope, right? Yeah. And you're right. If, if the gospel is only about us being, you know, basically generating new messages that speak into our culture, yeah. then there's nothing outside of what's going on to give us hope. Yeah. And so there's something wonderful about going to a sermon that was written in the 1800s or a prayer that was written in the 1700s and saying this was true then and it's true, true today. today. And that, yeah. It sustained that guy three or 400 years ago. It sustains me right now. Praise yes. God for that.
1: Yeah, it's a universal message. Whether you're Haitian Christian, whether you're American Christian, whether you're Korean Christian, it's, it's, it's applicable for all of us. Not like, the Canadians though. No, screw the Canadians. I think we all agree on that, yep. am I right, people? Yep. But um, yeah, rise th- up. <laughs> I'm going through right now some psalms. I think it's 16, 113 to one eighteen that were are based the
0: Hallel psalms. Yes. So those.
1: and again, those are just such basic things based around songs you would sing at the Passover mm-hmm. before and after, and that that kind of stuff. That's just real simple praising God, the name of God. What does the name of God mean? I need that stuff right now.
0: And I, I, again, we talked about this before, but just in the last week, just realizing for probably weeks prior, I've just been in a funk, like oh, a cloudy funk. We, we did an whole episode on this before. Yeah. It just keeps happening. I know. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I've been more disciplined in getting up and spending time in God's word and in prayer and just having a moment to stop and think and just thinking about how much better that equips me than to go into the day. And so we're yeah. all going to have to go out into the world and be surrounded by all the things that are happening in our culture and in our country. I think it just matters that much more that we reach outside of that on a regular basis to be anchored in something. Because the problem is when we feed, when we have a steady diet of things that are only predicated on our current circumstance, Mm -hmm. then we don't have any foundation, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes back to that children's song, the man who built his house on the rock and house on the sand, right? We have this sandy foundation that just is, we're just getting swept up with it. And I just I would love to think for for our church family, for other Christians that are listening, yeah. if Christians would take seriously the calling, once a day to take a moment and to shove all the cultural expressions of whatever's going on to the side and reach to the timeless truth of God's word, that anchors us. That actually it's almost like a, a refreshing and a renewing of the lens by which we need to go back into the world and see things. Yeah, right? and it's, yeah, and it when we go right. days without mm-hmm. doing that, then then we're just swept up in that, and it's and. Of course, of course, it's impossible then to not seem like the world around us because we're feasting on the same things that they're feasting on.
1: Right. No, and it's it's hard too. It's not an easy thing. I've done the same thing. It's just that there are days where I've been so fatigued, I haven't even wanted to go to God Mm. first thing in the morning because I'm like, I'm just saying the same things, I'm doing the same things over and over, but like, so it's almost like a workout, you've got to really, you've got to fight for this sometimes, Mm. you know, and really fight through your depression and just like, like, and the, 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 just the, molasses that surrounds us, you know, and really because like if I start my day like that and really give myself time because I notice the difference when I'm like, okay, I got to check this off the box Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take five minutes. But like if if I sit with that book of the Psalms and I really, and also just little things like sitting before I start doing my reading and just really close my eyes and just really try to, get in a place where I can thank God for his word. And it sounds cheesy and hack, but it's just like I notice a difference, but it's hard and it takes time and it's not a simple thing and it's not like, okay, I'm going to do my daily bread. Yeah, right. Like I had, I had the, uh, the Pray app. Mm. for a while and I got rid of it because it was just it was so sterile and so and I think also I, I got in my head well I'm just gonna rely on it. I mean I literally started looking for everything I was like well I'll try this pray app and maybe this will this will reinvigorate my like you know and I just it was so like it's just so appy and pre-programmed and bite sized and it's perfect and there's music and now we're gonna
0: pray <laughs> and it's just like just take 10 seconds now
1: exactly and, and then 10 seconds of like nothing you know compared to these 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 uh, uh, Puritan prayers, like, yeah. again, that stuff, it holds up. Mm. You know, it's like a Motown song compared to something by the Backstreet Boys. You know what I mean? Oh, you just were shooting See what I mean?
0: shots there, man. I didn't uh, know we were doing that. Yeah.
1: Okay. But it, it, like, it holds up, you know, yeah. and it's, so it's just, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at because I'm the same way. Like, I think I'm okay. I really think, oh, today, I, I think I've gotten through this. And then some stupid little thing. Will happen, And it it does not of consequence necessarily, but like, oh, it's going to be five more years till we're in yellow, you know, on the color coding scheme in Los Angeles, which may or may not be true. I don't know. This stuff all is changing, but I'll
0: hear it somewhere. This is just about Disney for you, isn't it? Oh, it's about Disney. Jerk.
1: (laughs) It's just, you know, it's just these things of trying to cling to some kind of, Normalcy, and I don't know what but it's that's what going we're doing,
0: like. right? I yeah. mean, it's just so natural to look to the, the tier system or to the election, you're right? Or, or to whatever, our, or to the movie theaters reopening is like, well, I mean, let's just be honest, when that happens, then finally, right. I'll feel better about life. And right. like, no, we're not gonna feel better about life okay. for a long time. And even when things get back to normal, none of us are gonna be like, well, no, dust our hands off, and there we go, we're set.
1: You're still gonna have things, you're gonna still have life. Tragedies and things to deal with, regardless of whether there's COVID or not. Yeah, does COVID add another layer of stuff? Yeah. And hopefully, when this is done, we will all. I pray that I am able to look back and be grateful for small things again, like eating inside mm-hmm. or going to
0: church without a I, mask or I whatever. I really like alfresco dining. And so, I've really <laughs> oh, enjoyed gosh. eating on the street. I really have. Have you? That's good, man. I have. Good. Not in the summer when it was 115. <laughs> that was less fun. Yeah, so I I think that's, uh, yeah. We're, we're at this point, whenever you listen to this, we're a week and a half away from the election. I think whatever happens in the election, this is just something we need to remember moving forward. Let's, (sighs) yes, let's step away from this for a second. Dan, what's one non-COVID, non-election, non-partisan thing that you're enjoying right now?
1: i tell you something I'm enjoying, and this is going to be counterintuitive. I went to... We had to move my in-laws for the third time during COVID the other day. And... It's like I, three times <laughs> in a year, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. I looked at my 88-year-old mother-in-law, who basically looks like a skeleton with skin on it <laughs> right now. I mean, she's literally wasting away to nothing. Mm. And there will be flashes of the old Joan that will come through when I look in her eyes, and she will smile at me. And for a second, I see just, I'm like, oh, oh, I wish I could grab it. And I'm like, that's Joan. And then it's gone, and she doesn't know who I am. She doesn't know who anybody is. But as I was looking at her, because she... She is a godly woman and she believed, and she's the reason my wife believes. Like, we found notes that she took when she was younger about Bible studies and stuff. And I was like, This someday, as I looked at her, and she kind of smiled at me, not knowing who I was. But I was like, She's going to be in heaven mm. and she's going to be face to face with with God and she's not going to be sad and she's not going to be in pain and she's not going to be confused. And it gave me as sad as I was and as weird as it is to move people and they're not in their homes and they're living with other people who don't have anybody to come to visit them. And it's just like the whole process can just be really, really depressing. But I was like, but this, there is hope because there's something else. And I believe it with every fiber of my being. There are days where I have doubts and all kinds of stuff like everybody does, but But deep down, I firmly believe that this is true. Mm. And so I just have such great hope to cling onto that because there's just, there is nothing else. That's it, that's what we have. Yeah. That's where we're we're gonna go. Mm. And so that's something I'm hopeful for. Even in the midst of watching somebody struggle, you're like, ah, but they're made in the image of God and it would be different if I didn't know. Absolutely,
0: yeah. What she's, because
1: then you're like, oh my God, she's dying. And she's 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 not going to be eternally with God. Yeah, you know. So I don't know.
0: How about you? We um, just finalized an adoption uh, for our baby girl. Like Christian Eve's hot topic. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. I was trying to hit the hooray. Hold on,
1: that's not it. That's not it. There it is.
0: Thank you. Thanks. That's awesome. That's the great part of taping in front of the studio audience (laughs) is just the (laughs) plaza. Yeah.
1: It
0: was, it was really, I mean, it was kind of an anticlimax because they just sent us an email about it, but it's been, uh, it's been a great reminder how much I love my kids. I mean, there's (gasps) just been so many moments the last two weeks of just looking down and thinking, I just delight in them so much. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there's passages that talk about the Father's love for us, and I think, in a yeah. very much smaller way, that's just how I feel towards my kids. I just, yeah. I just love the stuff. I mean, they've been learning so much and discovering so much yeah. while we've been in in quarantine and and throughout the last eight months. It's just been so much fun. Wow. I just, I really. I really love these kids. That's I mean, they're sorry. a lot. They're a lot.
1: Yeah, but that's that's but kids are. But you've had and you've had such a wild ride with both of these kids to try to like. That's the other thing too is like someday they're going to know how much you love them because you chose them and fought for them. I mean, there's a lot to be said when you you have kids that are yours biologically. But I would I think it's even greater demonstration when you have to go through, especially in the Los Angeles foster system. Right, yeah. I mean, that's not an easy process, right? Yeah. So those kids are going to be able to say, you know, my mom and dad wanted me so much. That
0: we went to Children's Court and had to park.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is a challenge. Exactly. But I mean, <laughs> look at all the crap that you've had to yeah. deal with. I mean, that is just, that's a miracle. And I've always said, you know, your kids too, it's 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 that picture of revelation. It's mm. It's just like... Every tribe and every nation, like yeah. your family is just like, and it's, it's it's just amazing.
0: I mean, it's just so great. It's been, it's been great. So we're already thinking, you know, should we do, we should probably do another one, right? Wow. Like, That's great, man. Three, three, three's a charm. That is so great. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Oh, do it. I I mean, look, easy for me to say, cause it's, I don't, I'm not in the, having to go through and navigate the foster system, but if anybody can do it, you guys have, it's you fun. can do it. It's really fun it
0: is <laughs> it's fun to get a phone call i'm like cool we're going to inglewood tonight or something like oh that. oh my gosh that's great so we'll see but we're thankful for that it's been oh, that's it's great. been a fun couple of weeks with the kids
1: well that's good um well hey if you have anything that you want to talk to us about if you have any topics for the show
0: that'd be great because yeah i mean I sit down at my desk a lot and there's nothing there. There's mm-hmm. nothing between my ears right now. So if anyone has other things they would like to talk about, <laughs> email us and then we'll, <laughs> we'll call you and you can say it and then we'll just react. That's right. That so would be great.
1: Send us an email to blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. That's blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. And let us know questions, concerns, ideas, guests. Do you want to be a guest on the show?
0: Do you? I mean, do you? <laughs> do you? I tell you what, the pay? The pay, pay. is ridiculous. Yeah. We'll set up a green room in your house. Well, you
1: and you do have to get a COVID test. You do. Even if you're just if on the phone. phone. Yep.
0: yep, 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 that's, yep. See, that's what a lot of people don't know. Is the transmission rate over 5G? Insane. Insane. Insane.
1: All right. So let's let's uh, let's start a little pool here. When do you think the vaccine will be available?
0: Damn. November 4th. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? Okay, you know why? Alex Jones. Because this is literally—they got the gay frogs, and then they're suppressing the vote, and they're setting ballot boxes on fire, and no vaccine.
1: Joe, here's the thing, man. I'll tell you what, man. The frogs are gay,
0: man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's anytime soon.
1: I don't have any idea.
0: I, I mean, would. I would say after the first of the year. As someone who knows less than an anti-vaxing homeschool <laughs> mom, you know who you are. Uh, I um. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want to get poked with something that was rushed. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I've yeah. been, I've been at Taco Bell when they're like behind, mm-hmm. not a good, not a good outcome. I, I, I don't know that I want va- you know, yeah. vaccines that are rushed.
1: I don't even know if the vaccine is necessarily because like the flu vaccine is hit or miss at best. I mean, I think some of these therapeutics, like my friends who've had it, who've done some of these therapeutics, have actually had. You think CBD? Good results. Uh, CBD, uh, canola oil is very effective. Do you making
0: that up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel no. like I don't know anymore. Like if you told me if you drink, if you drink eight ounces of canola oil a day, you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I have two friends who did that. What was the hydroxychloroquine? No, they and, did. Yeah. But they did it early on. You can't do it at any, any point. You have to do it early on, but I think there are probably going to be some therapeutics that are going to be every bit. Cause like if you take Tamiflu now, I mean, I don't know. My experience with Tamiflu has been like, it pretty much knocks it out. And in one day you're better.
0: I just do oregano oregano yeah you smoke it or I'm not willing to say it this time I have no um, recollection of how that
1: went um senator Burkholder uh are you taking the fifth amendment I I, I don't know the fifth amendment I don't know anything <laughs> about the fifth <laughs> amendment I literally I've never of the fifth amendment uh you're a super spreader my friend I can just see it spewing it's aerosol you think we're gonna whatever.
0: get a vaccine too I don't know dude I have no idea
1: I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. I'm an actor. I don't, I don't know science. I don't know anything. I'll pretend that I know about the vaccine, but I don't know anything about the vaccine. I don't know. All I know is I'm taking a lot of zinc. I'm taking a lot Are of you? vitamin D. I've yeah. been taking fish oil. Yeah? omega threes. That's good. Because that why you have gills. That's why. Hey, everybody, my,
0: thank you. Why my breath smells terrible.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, this has been good. Uh, we will post this very soon. Uh, get out there and Vote. Uh, vote your conscience and then remember who you are in Christ, right? Yes. That's going to supersede Absolutely. everything
0: else. Absolutely.
1: Uh, any any closing remarks?
0: I'm glad you asked, Dan. I I wrote a bit of a haiku. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> a haiku. <laughs> is
1: that
0: 525? Five, five? What okay. is that? So I ate a restaurant in yeah. Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. Um, they had a, an extensive, it was a sushi restaurant in Montana. Which, so like, I don't know how that works because I don't, aside from like, it's moose sushi, but it's sushi, but this was so cool. So yeah. to get up, to get the secret menu, you had to write a haiku. No and way the guy I was with, did it.
1: That's awesome. In Montana.
0: Eli, if you're listening to this, you're, you're really cool, man. That's he just, awesome. like, Eli, I just like, I remember reading about a haiku and I couldn't, I, I <laughs> couldn't even know like what the, the breakdown is. He just whooped one out and then they brought him the secret menu.
1: Okay. And Eli, I want you to email us at blessingfieldhost at gmail.com. I want you to write sushi a haiku. Sushi was good. great.
0: What, was? It was. It was great. Good. Really? And the haiku—it's genius. That's awesome! Wow. I mean, obviously discriminatory against those of us who are non-haikuers. But
1: (laughs) last time I wrote a haiku was about the cherry blossoms when I was in fourth grade. We were doing a unit on Japan. Do you remember it? I don't. I don't. But it was poignant. I'm sure it was wonderful. As everything I did was because my mom put it up in the house on the front door. Praise the Lord. So it had to be good, right? Over the doorpost. Yes, exactly. Passover blessings, everybody. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening.
0: Christianese, hot topic.